Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic is thoughtful, considered, delayed spending. Michael, you had me at hello. What are we talking about today? <laughs> um, yeah, I was just talking to some of my uh, clients the other day and they these people are quite successful and, um, and it occurred to me that the decision-making around any big decision that they make for for money so if they're going to spend an amount of money they 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 give it a lot of thought they consider it over a a reasonable amount of time and then they delay they always delay and then i started to think um so if they if they're going to spend a sum of money even if they decide to do it they give it six months or so and I got to thinking that I have quite a lot of other clients like that as well. Yeah. Now the the Absolutely. ones that the ones that the ones that do it that way versus the opposite, and we'll talk about the opposite in a minute. Yeah. The ones that do it that way tend to have the the the, the yeah. most financial resources. Yeah, they're in the best position. And I'm not saying it's a. I don't think it's a. It's a chicken thing i think it's an egg thing it's 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 <laughs> yeah it's, it's it comes it's, first um it's causation yes yeah it's not correlation it's not correlation it's not that they just happen to be thoughtful considered delayed spenders of money it's that that's that they are in a position where they can do a lot of these things because they've been that's like i say you had me hello with this because when you when i saw this title i thought and and you said that like a lot of your clients have those similar traits and that is that is exactly how i would how those are the words that I'd use for for your clients who are um, not just in the best financial position, but have have the best uh, I would say relationship with money. If mm. that makes sense, so it's, this is not to say these guys are, are all are all tight. It's to say no. That, no it, it, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Some of these people, I think, they get the most enjoyment out of spending their money. The, the ones who are thoughtful, considered, and and delayed in how they spend their money. Yeah. So. And and it also got me thinking about the opposite of that. Yeah. And and um, so I've looked at some other uh, clients, and there's some clients in here that we actually had to part ways with because we couldn't we couldn't help anymore. Um, and it, it it tends to and those people that tend to be have to, to tend to be behind where they should necessarily be. Um, uh, in my opinion, don't think too much. They don't consider for a length of time, and they don't delay their spending. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, a lot of a lot of people that have seen the situation where they're behind the eight ball, yep. or in or in or in really poor financial positions, yeah. Um, they they more or less buy on impulse. Yeah. And we're not talking about the lollies no. at the checkout. No, the- we're talking about big decisions yep. here. So, so um, yeah. Uh, a couple of examples that um, 
I've had some more than one uh, client couple who have actually gone to to downsize their house and end up upsizing. Yeah. So they bought a more expensive house that they were going to downsize. Mm. And we'd actually had in the plan that the downsizing was going to give them some much-needed money to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> and not only did yeah. it not do that, it went the other way. Yeah. Um, we had another person who uh, um, bought a, a holiday ha- home on Magnetic Island uh, on impulse. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and uh, they were already in a, a struggling financial position. Yep. But they just went and did that on impulse. Yeah. Now, we've just spoken about Magnetic Island. Yeah. It's a <laughs> lovely place. Yes. But it's got to be part of... It's got to be affordable if yes. you be able to buy a holiday house. And yeah. there are other options like yeah. like um, I mean, like you and I do, Dallas. We, yeah. we actually rent yes. when we go over there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so... I think so, that's a good point, though. Like you're saying, there, it's, it's not... It's impulse control. And, and everyone... I think, every, you know, we're all human beings. We all struggle with impulse control to some degree. The other thing that I noticed with, with you, with the clients who have... Um, I think the best approach to spending is that the the amount of thought, consideration, and delay that they put into their spending is is uh, proportional to the amount of expenditure. So mm. you know, so the, the the people who have the best relationship with money and the best attitude towards spending is the higher the ticket price, the more the more they think about it, the more they consider them. You know, so they're not thinking deeply about whether they should spend five dollars for a coffee or no. to work. They're thinking deeply about. You know, w- will we buy that? You know, will we buy that? Holiday? Like that would take a lot of a lot of mental cycles. It take a long time. Mm. They really consider that deeply before they went and did something like buy a two hundred thousand dollar holiday home, or, or you know, even say buying a new a new car or a boat or something something like that, where it's a substantial amount of money. That's the other thing I think they do is, is they get that ratio right. They're not spinning their wheels, thinking deeply and and, and delaying spending on you know. A three hundred dollar flight to to go down and see their kids. They're thinking deeply about a a three hundred thousand dollar holiday house purchase or a forty thousand dollar boat or a sixty thousand dollar car. So, I think that's that's just another thing that that popped up on me is that impulse control. Because no one, you know, you find this even people who are good at impulse control, no one thinks they're good at impulse control. It's just not human nature to mm. be good at denying yourselves things that feel good in in the short yeah. term. It's yeah. and it's not to say that you should try and do that. It's yeah, it's a um, it's a matter of using that energy and using that that thoughtfulness on on the big ticket items to get right. Yeah, and, and what I've what I've seen in that delay is that that delay most of the time they actually do decide to go through it. So that so yeah, the, the yeah. pattern that I think happens is they they yeah, think about they it. Yep. Yeah, like, they think about it for a while, then they they. Well, they consider it. I guess the considering part well, of it is, I, is, 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 is part of is, thinking it for, no, for a while. Why I like this is I think it's there's there's, a, there's I think there's two steps there. There's mm. and and we've touched on this with opportunity cost. I think the thoughtful thing is that they think about that. They think about mm. the idea and they actually think. Um, they think through. So step one, to, you know, the thoughtful part is thinking through not just oh, yeah, that's an idea that popped in my head. What would that actually look like? So, for yep. example, a holiday house on Maggie Island, you know, I, I've thought about that, you know. Yeah, that'd be fun to have, you know, friends come and stay with it. But, yep. but hang on, what about all the times when the toilet leaks and I've got to get and ring, the, you know, the next-door neighbours ring to say, hey, there's something wrong with you, you know, the, you've got to get the plumber over and you've got to worry about all these things that you're dealing with remotely. And they really think about all of the range of possible outcomes mm. and all of the parts of that. I, I think the consideration to me is, is 
the consideration is around the opportunity cost. Mm. Is where I think they these people who do this well, they go. Part one is they think actually they really think deeply about what that will look like and what their life will look mm. like with that decision. Consideration is well, yes, that's fine. I've thought about it all and what it will look like, but the consideration is what else could I do with that money or what else mm. could I do with that time or with that energy or if I don't spend that on that, where will that, what position will that put me in? And so the consideration I think ties in the opportunity cost, which which good spenders do a good job of, is not just thinking, do I want a holiday house on Maggie Island? It's mm. do I want that if it means I have to work for another four years? Or do I want that if it means that I then can't afford to go on another seas over a holiday or any of those sorts of things? That's the consideration part for me. Yeah, and, and very often at that point in time, that's 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 what the progress meetings that we're having with these clients is all about. Yeah, we're, we're saying, okay, yeah, you're you're this you're in this position. Um, yeah, we thought you'd be here. You're, you're actually in a better position or you're yeah. on par with where we thought you'd be, uh, then they start to breach, uh, to broach the subject with you of what they're looking to do, yeah. what they're looking to buy. Um, you help, you know, you talk about the options. Yeah. Very often then, what I find is that you're talking about it again six months later. Yes. So, they haven't gone and done it. Yep. Um, and, and you know, what's happening at that point in time is they've 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 very often made the decision to do it. Yeah. At that point in time. Yeah. But but they they they've delayed it. They're yeah. considering it again with you, um, just checking that yeah. it's not gonna, yeah. you know, be too detrimental to, oh, it's not gonna be detrimental at all to our plan, and we yeah. can build it in, and, yeah. and 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 um and 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 very often after that, it's another three or four or five months before they actually do it, the trigger, and yeah. actually and, and actually do it. So yeah. Um, Compare that sometimes where we're on the back foot, yep. where we get a phone call. Yes, and we've had these phone calls <laughs> yeah. in the past, Ellis, yeah. and it's um, I, someone I've, who's I've a client of ours saying, "Oh, you're not going to be very happy with me." Yeah, uh, because which immediately, <laughs> immediately, I don't like. It. We've talked about this before because yeah. it's a strange thing when people say that because yeah. it implies that it's my money. I go, it, "It's it's your it's yeah. your. And I think this is where the the, the thoughtful, considered, delayed thing is. If someone goes to spend fifty thousand dollars and their first thought is, "Oh, my my advice is going to be upset with me," mm. that's that's the last thing that you should be thinking about. Yeah, you yeah. know, there are many, many, many other mental cycles that you could have used on a lot of other things other than, "Oh, Dallas is going to be upset with me." Mm. It's it's a very inefficient way to think about things. Is I'll just do what 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 the people around me are going to think of that. Yeah, yeah. So so. Um and there's a high correlation between those phone calls of, yeah. of, of the deal has already been done yeah. and you haven't been involved in the decision-making process and and um, I suspect you haven't been we haven't been involved in the decision-making process because yeah. we would say this is going to put you yeah. behind yeah. Um, where you where you need to be yeah. um, per your objectives yes. like not per ours per your objectives yeah. is going to put you behind where we thought you would be yeah. um, therefore we don't think it's a good idea yeah. and and I suspect that's the reason why yeah. but 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 there's just a, such a high correlation between yeah. people who are ahead of where um, they be. they need to be in, in such a strong financial position uh, who who you know adhere to thoughtful considered and delayed spending and the people that do the opposite of that um, generally, uh, um, well behind where they yeah. need to be, yeah. and um, and 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 
yeah, going backwards essentially when they when they buy things by some of these large ticket items on on impulse. I've got a I've got a few thoughts here from from this Michael. This is like I say this title has really got me thinking because it is it is so true. That's what I find. The first one is you know we just touched on the delay thing. The delaying delaying that decision. I think does two big things. The, the delay seems like it doesn't make any sense. If I'm going to buy this thing now or in six months, why don't I just buy it now? Because then I get the use of it for six months. The, the problem with that is twofold. Number one is that when you delay a purchase, you, you accumulate you accumulate the resources to, to do that with less burden on you. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you delay the six months to, to buy a car and that means that's giving you the chance to save up that last little bit you needed to pay cash for it or you delay a little bit and it means that, you know, you can... You cannot be. You cannot drain the bank account completely, and you've still got a bit of a buffer mm. after you go and do it. The other thing the delay does for me is it is it gives us more data, and um, and this is a little hat tip to to my, my good mate Mullet in the UK right now. He, he's big on decision making as it's all about data. So I'm going mm. if I think that I want to do this now, and I either make the decision now or I wait six months. By waiting six months, I, I have more data, I have more more input, I have more more knowledge about myself and about the situation. And and the great example we've talked about this before is say the Maggie Island thing, where we've said to to clients before that gone, we really want to buy you know a holiday house in Maggie Island. Okay, great. What we need to do now, in order to get, you think that you're going to use that that house for you know on average two nights a week, for example, what we're going to do is we're going to put some money in a bank account. And you just go to Maggie Island whenever you want to and use the money in that bank account. Assume that it's a sunk cost. It has to go on accommodation. Go and do that. Over the course of that six months, what that actually gives us is the data around how many nights how many nights on average per week will you spend on Maggie Island. And so this is, this is something that, that works well there is it's not just delaying the purchase. It's delaying the it's giving us every opportunity to know what's going to actually practically happen. And, and we see a lot with that where people go, well, if 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 it happens that I'm going to spend two nights a week on Maggie Island, then it makes sense to to buy that house. Or if I'm you know if I'm actually going to go camping every weekend, then it makes sense to buy a new uh, you know yeah. a, a new four wheel drive. But if I trial it for six months and I go, well, actually, I only went camping once, or I only went to Maggie Island on average of half a night a week. They've then they've bought themselves a bit more time before they commit, where they can use that data to to help make the best decision. So. That's, I think, the delay thing um, is is interesting to me, and, and that's a part of our part of our role with people helping them make that decision. is is not It's not for us to. We don't necessarily have the data. It, it's really about us helping people work out how to, how do I get the information that I need in order to make the optimal decision. So absolutely, that, that was that was for my first thought. So. Um, and feel free to jump in when, yeah, whenever, uh, whenever you want. But no, I, so I've, I, I have certainly two thoughts there. So, yeah. yes, I, I certainly agree. Um, uh, by Dallas saying Maggie Island, he's yep. short <laughs> for Magnetic Island. Yes. Um, Magnetic Island was named by Captain James Cook. Uh, who's who uh, was charting you, the area? Are you going to do another spiel for Maggie Island like, and you, like you have in, in previous podcasts? Man? I know it's you're a fan. full of granite. <laughs> it's full of granite rocks, mag- magnetic island, yeah. and uh, it actually it actually played with Cook's compass. Uh, and <laughs> that's through, that was through, why it was named. That's why it was named Magnetic yeah. Island. Yeah, um, it's paradise. Yeah, book book, <laughs> book a trip when you can. So so. so um, uh, yeah, Maggie Maggie Island. Yes. We yeah. North Queenslanders refer to it as yep. uh, as 
as slang for magnetic island. So, um, uh, the, so the so the thought I had, the thought I had was that, and what I've seen anecdotally as my clients with significant resources, um, which is the correlation, is uh, for those that delay decisions. What what inevitably happens is by the time they have actually made the purchase, so much money is built up yeah. in their account um, that that uh, because they've delayed mm. uh, and and we know done correctly if you if you've got your money in um, the great quality companies of Australia and the world um, certainly the rates of return on that reinvested by and large. Uh, is is many multiples of the inflationary pressures that 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 we face. So yeah, my point there is things, um, things get cheaper over things time get cheaper over time definition. relative to the compounding effect of of yeah. your of your money working for you. So what inevitably happens is that is that yeah this item that was going to cost sixty thousand dollars has gone up to sixty one and a half thousand dollars over yeah you know, twelve months of delay. Yeah. But hey, this this client now has yeah. you know one hundred and twenty thousand dollars of of extra cash sitting in their account. Yeah. Um, because yeah. they have always delayed decisions. They're not yeah. they're not they're not impulse buyers, and yeah. and money tends to build up in those people's account through forms of dividends and um, and yeah, minimum superannuation income stream payments yeah, and things like that. Things. So yeah. yeah. Um, the other thought that I had um, was that. I think this thoughtful, considered, and delayed spending goes both ways, and and we're talking primarily here about people who spend. You know, you know, the, the downside of not doing that is people spending too much money and impulse buying. Mm. We also see people who uh, that are not thoughtful, considered, and delayed in the spending, and and by that I mean they don't spend as much as they should. And, mm. and we've talked about this in the podcast before about you know people whose life's dream is to go on an, on this big overseas trip. And and like no no we can't do that we can't spend that money or we we shouldn't we shouldn't do that that would be a bad decision, and and that's it's not it's not that you know um, not doing something doesn't just because you're not spending the money doesn't mean it's a good spending decision. No, you may well look at it and and you know that that's one that you've touched on where you had clients where you mm. said look we need to really look at this in a thoughtful, considered and delayed way. We've, we've, you've talked about this. You've thought deeply about this. You've considered all the other possible uses for your money. I think that you need to go and do this, you know, go on this holiday. And they still weren't, they just weren't pulling the trigger on that. And, and that's, you know, it, it's a lot easier to deal with those types of clients because you get to be the fun one saying, hey, go yeah. and spend your money. But the same thing applies there. If you're just mindlessly not spending your money, that's also not being thoughtful, considered and delayed. That is just... It's being delayed in as much as you're you're pushing aside ever thinking about it and ever thinking about what use or what purpose do you want your money to serve. So- yes, of course, and I mean a byproduct of of doing that repeatedly is that is that one tends to build up significant resources mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. if they're not spending money ever. Yeah. and um, yep. and uh, it looked it, it, so much so that they'd never run out of money or never yep. even go close to spending what yep. what they've built up. Earns every yeah. year in in, yeah. in return. Um, so that, yeah, there's certainly people that need to be yeah. to be pushed. Um, I guess in wrapping up, I've got the perfect way to wrap this up. Mate. <laughs> you, ra- I'll throw to you, Dos. <laughs> I think what happens when we talk about spending money or attitudes towards money, it's very easy for 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 us all to listen or think about this. And think of it from a fixed mindset where we go, I either am the sort of person that spends money in this way or I am not. 
And if you're listening to this and going, or oh, I'm I'm the person who you know makes impulse decisions and does this, this is not that is not a that is not who you are. That is that is a choice that you have made in the past. And mm-hmm. you can we can all move more in that direction. You, you're not going to overnight go from an impulse buyer to to someone who's who's you know extremely good with their spending. But this I think gives us a framework for everyone can move more in that direction and become more of that type of person. If you are, if you identify as, oh, I'm hopeless with money or I've never been good with money or I spend, I'm a spender, no one's saying don't ever spend any money again. It's just every time you have the thought of what should I do, should I buy this, should I not, if you can think of this as, as that framework of how do I just be a bit more thoughtful, a bit more considered and a bit more delayed in my spending, you will be far better off than what you are now. That's Far better than what I was going to wrap up with, Ellis. So, no, thanks. That's, that's great that it came to you that clearly. So, uh, um, that's, that's better. So, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.